Hello and welcome back to the Mustang Sports Feed. I am Dr. Bob Dix. I'm here with Mason Nesbitt again, my partner in crime and the assistant athletic director and sports information director here at the Masters University. Did I get that right, Mason? You did. Okay, it's a, it's a mouthful. It's a The label on my office, you can't really fit it all on there, so it's kind of squeezed in, but you did you did an excellent job. All right, well, great. Well, we, we've got a lot on tap uh, for today. Why don't, you, why don't you let us know what we're doing here? So obviously it's a big week. We've got men's and women's basketball going up to Santa Barbara on Saturday night for a pair of top 25 NAI matchups at 5.30 p.m. with the women, 7.30 p.m. for the men. And you can watch those games live at gomustangs.com slash watch. And so in light of that, we've brought in one of our women's basketball players, not one of our, not just any one of our women's basketball right. players. We've brought in one of the starters at forward, Rebecca Trons. Thanks for joining us, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. And I know, Rebecca, you guys don't have practice today, I believe, mm-hmm. and school hasn't started, so I appreciate that you rolled out of bed to join <laughs> us at, and you beat me here, for a, <laughs> a 9 a.m. Pacific time recording, so thank you for that. No yeah, props, props for that. You know, and, and Bob obviously is a professor, and sometimes it's hard to get students to those early classes, I can imagine. You know, I, I about a few years ago, I stopped offering classes at this hour, at 8 a.m., I should say. Um, because I just couldn't, I couldn't draw them in. But I, but I, necessity has forced my hand. I have an 8 a.m. next semester, uh, so we'll see how that goes. And, and Rebecca's in one of my courses, but it's not that one. It's not the 8 a.m. one. So even more props that you got here. <laughs> so Rebecca, you guys are off to obviously people know by now an 18 and 0 start, the best start in women's basketball history at the Masters University. And you could point to any number of people for that. I mean, you've had a great season. Uh, Stephanie Suarez, Annika Newman, Brooke Bailey, Sabrina Thompson, Hannah Ostrom, the list goes on and on and on. So what has been maybe the, the overarching theme or biggest key to why, you know, having a lot of the same players back from last year, this year you guys have been able to, to remain perfect up to this point? Um, I think it's just like, I think it's that, just being able to have so many just come and perform and, be all together as a team like we have great chemistry on and off the court and that's really affected like how we can play and just yeah just it's it's just a lot of fun out there and it's a lot of fun being all together and yeah now I have to imagine the first half on Saturday up at Menlo number 22 Menlo was not that much fun (laughs) you guys scored 16 points in the first half fewest points you'd scored in almost two years what do you what are you saying to each other at halftime at that point? Obviously, you guys turn it around and, and score what fifty six points in the second half and, and win that game. So what what what's going on in the locker room at halftime? Um, so they had us rattled. Uh, they got under our skin quite a bit just with the physicality, and um, we weren't ready for that particularly just because we hadn't really seen a lot of that. Um, not that teams aren't tough against us; that we just weren't. We just didn't come out throwing the first punches. Um, in the locker room, it was more like, hey, we need to focus on ourselves. We need to focus on what we can do better. We don't need to get onto the refs. We don't need to get onto the other players. We don't need to get onto each other. We just need to really just come together and um, kind of like have a, a mentality that's going to be the next play rather than focusing on what's happened. How much maybe did the way that game played out prepare you now for Saturday? Obviously, you're going up to Westmont. It's going to be a, a top-five matchup. The new rankings for the NAI Division One are going to come out later today, but I can't imagine you guys are going to drop, certainly, and Westmont's right there at number four. You guys at number three, them at number four. 
how much did that style, that physical style of play, low scoring on Saturday against Menlo help prepare you for Westmont, which has typically been one of the tougher matchups for you guys and generally is that low scoring, grind it out, you know, win win on, you know, the last couple of possessions kind of game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's prepared us a lot. Um, we know that they play very physical as well and because they're smaller guards, they can get up and into us a lot. So it's like, um, it's pretty much just Westmont that first half was like how Menlo played and so it's it's going to help us in this coming up game that we can be ready for that and be prepared and be ready to come out fighting and making sure that we know that the physicality is going to be there like it's going to be a slow grind we just need to make sure that we are the aggressors and you know really fight that. So obviously Westmont comes in as the number one three-point shooting team in the country they've made 12 per game we hosted them for that tournament game against Olivet Nazarene earlier this year, and they made like 15, 16, 17, 18 threes to, to win that game, and you guys were obviously there to watch that. So what, for your defense, that zone that we play, and what does that do defensively for us? What, what do we have to do to, to limit those three-pointers on Saturday? So um, a big focus for us on defense has been uh, just getting our hands up on the three-point line, making sure we have a hand up in their face at all times, and forcing them to take that dribble in so that um, they're not in a... They go from 50% shooting from three-point land to, like, 10% shooting inside the arc. So, like, they're not taking layups, they're not taking jump shots, so that's what we need to force them to do. So, yeah, that's been a big focus. So you come to Masters from Perth, Australia. I don't know if people heard a little bit of the accent there. They're probably wondering. I'm guessing they they did, yeah. So I probably should have laid that out at the beginning of the interview, but, you know, keep keep people on their toes. So you come from Perth, Australia, one of nine children, correct? Mm -hmm. What was that like growing up with so many siblings and where do you fall in the the order of siblings okay um it was a blast I mean we were all homeschooled so it was growing up with your best friends day in day out um I'm number five so it was kind of it was really a good spot to be I have four older than me four younger and it was kind of like a cushy spot because um I was the youngest of the oldest and the oldest of the youngest so I had all the responsibility uh well I had like all like the privileges of the older kids but no responsibility because I was one of the younger kids so it was really nice that sounds nice yeah (laughs) perfect spot so you play last year here with your sister Hannah Mm -hmm. on the Masters women's basketball team now I know for myself so in high school I worked at Subway with my brother Mark and we became so agitated at each other that he once threatened me with a bread knife (laughs) (laughs) threatened to cut the sandwich artist's name tag right off my chest you guys seem to get along a lot better than that, which is <laughs> good for everyone involved. So have you guys we'll, made peace? Have you guys? Are you guys okay my, now? My brother and I do really well now. Other okay. than the best man speech he gave at my wedding, which he <laughs> he was really hard on me. But other than that, it's we've we've made up. So obviously, obviously, you and Hannah had a much better relationship. What what was that like playing with your sister last year? Oh yeah, it was it was the best. Just having her here and having her to be at training with me and just like kind of she understands what it's like coming from, I mean being so far from home and just like, yeah, she's my best friend. So it's just like it was really easy. We were roommates as well, so we got along really well. I mean we didn't have our fights. We, <laughs> like, well, I mean we did have our fights, but it was just yeah, it was just great having her here and she's actually gonna be back soon. So I'm really excited. In five days she'll be back. So counting down. What was the strange, or what is, I should say, the strangest thing that Americans do that to you is just like, that's that's really weird and odd? 
Oh my goodness. Um, there's quite a few things. Brace <laughs> <Uh-oh>. yourself. <laughs> <What? Erica. Uh-oh. laughs> but I would say probably one of the the hardest things for me to adjust to is just how like fast paced you guys are as a as like a culture and stuff. It's more uh, Aussies are kind of down to earth and a bit more relaxed. Whereas you guys, you walk past each other and be like, "Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good." And it's like. It took me a while to get used to the response good and not just be like, oh, well, my day's going like this and not just like kind of elaborate, but they just want to hear good, you know. And So, so in Australia, when, when someone asks you how you're doing, they, they, they really want to know? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's not just the response, just, oh, good, and continue walking. It's more of, more of like, I don't know, just a laid back sort of lifestyle. So, yeah, that was a bit hard for me to come, especially to masters, I feel like, on the way to class and everything, everyone's always asking, and you're like, you, you only have time to say good, you don't really have time to say how you're really doing, so that was something to really get used to. What are you studying? What's your, what's your major? My major is communications, <laughs> with an emphasis of uh, cinema and digital arts. And so, Bob's over yeah. here raising his <laughs> hand. I'm raising the roof over here. <laughs> Communication, very mm-hmm. nice. Yes. And obviously you don't have to know. I mean, I studied Bible at Masters, and now I'm a sports information director. Mm-hmm. So obviously that can change. But what maybe do you think you want to do in the future? Okay. Um, I would love to travel a bit, and um, I would love to document the lives of missionaries that are abroad and uh, sort of raise awareness for their like what their ministry is, um, what that, if they have any specific prayer requests or... Um, any type of like specific need and then be able to come back <clears throat> and uh, share that with different churches over here and maybe raise support in the way of prayers or money or some sort of um, way that they could help support the missionaries on the field. Is there a, an experience or, or maybe something that that kind of came out of, that desire kind of came out of? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I just really want people over here in America to see what their like money is going to and see the issues that need to be uh helped and like ways that they can serve so yeah that's that's kind of really where it came from but I mean I love to travel I love obviously because I'm in a different country right now but I I love to see I'd love to see a bit more of the world and kind of get to do that while raising awareness for different missionaries and stuff I think that'd be a blast so so as far as your role on the team so obviously you're you're starter you start it forward you play great defense (laughs) you're averaging about five points five rebounds three assists Oh, close to three assists, second on the team. So what do you kind of see your role at? Because from the outside looking in, it's kind of like, okay, you do a little bit of everything, kind of that glue player who, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to move the ball, you're going to make the right pass, you're going to crash the glass. What what do you kind of see your role as on the team? Um, yeah, I do see my role as more of uh, just giving the ball to the open player and letting them score. And uh, we have great, like, scorers that can – I mean, Stephanie inside, Brooke on the three. Like, I know that I can find them and get them their points. Um, I'm a bit more of a defensive stopper, like you said. I get the steal. I like to do the fast break and push the ball up the court and look for that open, like, fast break. Um, yeah, just kind of like a bit of everything sort of thing, like you said. Um, Coach always says, he jokes that I can play one through five, so I like to I like to try that out sometimes, be a point guard, and other times be a big. So, yeah, it's, it's been fun trying to fit all that in, but, yeah. Do you have a, and again, we're here on the Mustang Sports Feed with Rebecca Trons, Dr. Bob Dixon, and uh, Mason Nesbitt. What, do you have maybe a favorite um, basketball player, or a, do, you, do you watch the NBA at all? Or? Um, I don't really watch the NBA that much, but um, I do have a favorite, uh, Giannis. 
just the way he plays, um, the athleticism that he has, the way that his his ability to attack the rim and to score over people like, I mean, like LeBron James and stuff like that. He's just he's just really like someone that I look up to in the way he plays. But yeah. So obviously your last name is spelled T H R O N S, and some people have. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to name any names. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, Some people I, I, have I, trouble pronouncing that. I'm going to plead the fifth. Uh, so I think it's only fair that we're not going to let you off the hook with oh, Giannis. No. I think you need to try and pronounce <laughs> his oh, last no. name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's like 17 vowels in his last name. Give her a break. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, no, yeah, don't help her. Go She's got to at least give me. it a try. All right, all right. Antetokounmpo or something? Close. She had the right n- number of syllables. I think it's Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I think it's something. Antetokounmpo. Right, right in Antetokounmpo. the neighborhood that, there. That, that's only the result of watching hours of Sports Center <laughs> that I've heard it so many times. So. Yeah, it's it's definitely something I avoid trying to say. <laughs> so Trons is a little bit easier, mm-hmm. and Rebecca Trons and the the Mustangs are going to go up to Westmont on Saturday night and mm-hmm. hopefully come away with with win number nineteen. An undefeated record. Stepping onto the court against uh, another top ten opponent. I should mention it's not the first time they've played a top ten opponent. They they played. I'm looking here at the at the schedule. Looks like uh, at the time ranked number six in in the country. Let me see. I have to get my I have to get my reading. Oh, our Lady on. of the Lake. Yeah. And what was it? And, and what happened there? And that was at that game was at Westmont. Oddly enough, at part of that tournament. And and that was obviously a win, uh, a convincing and a convincing win of 85-68. So this isn't the first time you guys have faced uh, a, a, a top ten team. Uh, so I'm 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 sure you you're mentally in the right place for it. And uh, we I'm I don't know if I'm mentally in the right place. I'm I'm just excited to see it happen. It's gonna be fun. And again, you can watch that live at gomustangs.com/watch. Or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TMU Athletics, which I'm sure you do, Rebecca. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do. So thank you again for joining us, and good luck on Saturday night. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Rebecca. <laughs>